Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 50 of the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Schmidt, a plant-based health coach, yoga instructor, and mindset mentor, and I help women feel happier, healthier, and more fulfilled by teaching them to practice better self-care and manage their minds. In today's episode, we are talking about self-pity. Hey there, everyone. So welcome to episode 50 of the Align Wellness Podcast. And, you know, to celebrate halfway to 100, let's talk about a really interesting topic on self-pity. And I'm kind of making a joke. I'm kind of being sarcastic. But like, honestly, self-pity, it doesn't sound glamorous. It doesn't sound, you know, fun to talk about. I mean, it's not a fun emotion to feel, of course. you, you, We've all felt it. And we all kind of know that it's not an enjoyable place to be or or feeling to feel, but it's something that comes up for everybody still time to time. And so thank you for clicking on this episode and listening because I know that there's a lot of people that might see this episode title and they'll be like, oh, I don't want to listen to that. Like, that's not for me. (laughs) And and I get it because it doesn't sound glamorous. It doesn't sound fun. Um, And it's not really that fun of an emotion, but I really think that there's such... um, There's so much to learn from these emotions that we feel and it's like if you're not afraid to feel any emotion then you can really do anything. Like there's a a bit of shame around self-pity. Maybe we feel like bad for feeling it or like um, you know you don't want to admit that you feel it but honestly we're all human. (laughs) We all experience really low emotions and really high emotions and that's part of life for us so no one's no one's um you know not walking around having never felt self-pity everyone has that time where we think just like things are so rough for us and blah 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 but I want to teach you in this episode that like it's not a fun place to be there's nothing that really comes from it so what can we do instead and I think that we need to know that I think we need to learn that so This is something that I felt constantly a few years ago and it still comes up for me even quite a bit now. Like I I kind of laugh that I'm doing this episode because, you know, pretty much since November, end of November, my girls have been sick. I've got three little girls, five, four, and two, and they've just been like one gets sick, the next one gets sick, the next one gets sick. So it's been just like continuous for us. It's really frustrating. And I've been feeling really sorry for myself a lot. I noticed this coming up for me like, oh my gosh, why is this happening to me again? And like, why can't we catch a break? And, you know, just feeling a lot of self-pity around that. And so it's really helpful to know (laughs) to catch yourself when you're in this state, when you're going down this rabbit hole of feeling this way, you, you need to know what to do to stop yourself and to to move out of it because that's how emotions are so if you if you've heard of this thing called the emotional guidance scale it's like you know there's a neutral in the middle and then on the top is positive emotions and so it starts you know whatever neutral is and then it starts like maybe being hopeful like positive um maybe content and then it goes up from there I can't remember exactly what they all are but like optimism and then you maybe move into like passion and love and joy and so those emotions as you keep going up 
um, you can't see me, but I'm like moving my hand up towards the ceiling. Those are better feeling feelings as you go up the scale. And then from neutral or whatever, um, and as you move down, there'd be like frustration and anger, and then you keep going down and hatred and um, powerlessness. And so I can't remember exactly, but like those ones just keep going down and down. And you can feel that as you start to be like maybe in the feeling of worry, then you can, if you keep thinking those thoughts, you might spiral into like another, a, a deeper, more negative feeling emotion and keep going from there. So we need to know how to get ourselves out or how to stop from moving down and get to neutral and then move up to positive. And this doesn't necessarily like happen instantly. <clears throat> this can take some time depending on where you're at and how powerful those thoughts are, how much momentum they have. But it's totally it's totally possible. It just might take some time and it depends on what you're going through. It depends on where your mindset is at. Like it it really is dependent on the person and and everything, but it's 100% possible obviously to be really low and to start moving up in in a matter of minutes and sometimes it might take like you might be in a negative place for a day a week a month like that's how it goes and Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about that like your um, personality becomes your personal reality right like how you feel becomes everything for you becomes your outlook and that's all you see so you need to you need to stop um, and, and a lot of times it's because of our situations that we're putting ourselves in or like the circumstances that we're living that we're always just triggered by the same emotions. So if you hate your job, you don't like your boss, whatever, and then you get up and it's Monday morning and you're, you're just frustrated, you're grouchy that you have to go to work and blah, blah, blah. So then <clears throat> you can continue to live that and maybe you've been in that job for five years or whatever. So then it's really become a part of you, this, this negative emotion um, has become a part of you feeling this way because you're putting yourself in this situation. So a lot of times it takes, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to quit your job, right? Or, or something like that, because you can control your thoughts. Um, you can decide if you want to be triggered by your boss or not or whatever, but sometimes maybe you do really want a new job or whatever. So there's nothing wrong with that, but just knowing that sometimes you don't need to change your whole existence or whatever you're dealing with to change your emotions you could just change your thinking but there's also times where maybe you do want to change your circumstances and um and that can help you too but wherever you go there you are so you do have to be changing your emotions with you along with your circumstances if you're doing that so we're talking about self-pity and it's obviously on the lower end of the emotional guidance scale so it's it's part of the emotions that humans experience, that humans feel. And let's talk about like the definition here. Because I googled it. It's really interesting. It actually made me laugh because it's it just sounds terrible, but we're going to I'm going to say it to you guys. So, the definition of self-pity is excessive self-absorbed unhappiness over one's own troubles. And that's just so good. Hey, like hearing the definition of words can be really helpful. And it sums up like that's that's just perfect. It's really it's really true. You're self-absorbed in your own suffering. And I know that when I was 
you know, a few years ago, really having a hard time with everything that was going on. And that's all I focused on. That's all I thought about. If anyone asked me, I would just like spew all of this unhappiness onto them about my suffering and how bad it's been and how little of sleep I'm getting and blah, blah, blah. And it's so self-absorbed. It's really important to know that we as humans really need connection. And so there's nothing wrong with talking to somebody that you love about things that are going on with you. Um, If there's, you know, if you're having this situation in your life, sometimes it really does help to talk about it and hear someone's loving perspective if they are helpful in in talking to right there's some people that don't want to hear you talk about something negative um there's some people that are not helpful when you talk to them about things that are going on for you that might be challenging um and that they don't understand where you're coming from so you don't necessarily need somebody to um to keep you going in the complaining you don't need somebody to like oh I know my life is so bad too and this is going on for me and I haven't slept in months either and blah 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 like that's not necessarily what you need um but you it's it is sometimes helpful to just talk about it and to know that you have people's support and so like that sometimes you know therapy can be helpful at times for things like that but when you spend a lot of time keeping to focus on this and complaining about it and um, and no one's really helping you get out of this area or you're not helping yourself get out of this area, get out of this like rut, then what you focus on expands. So if you keep talking about it, if you know you've been going to counseling about it for a long time and that's all you're focusing on and you're complaining and, and um, not looking for a solution, then it becomes a problem. And exactly like I said, what you focus on expands. So when you keep talking about it, keep thinking about it, it gets bigger and bigger in your life and you've created something more than it really needed to be. So it it feels feels sometimes good to be validated and for people to understand that it it is hard for you right now. But also, and, and you don't want to be fake. You don't want to pretend like, okay, well, everything's fine for me because, you know, Megan said we shouldn't talk, but we shouldn't be like complaining and we shouldn't focus on the negative. And it's true. We don't want to focus on the negative, but there's times where things are really negative and you do just kind of need to acknowledge it. Um, So it's not about being fake, but uh, like, I think it's really important to be real with ourselves and with um, people around us, but also know that if you're not looking for a solution and, um, just being really forward thinking about like this is what I'm experiencing I don't want to experience this anymore um what else what else what do I want to experience instead and then just being as positive as you can be about moving through it moving up the emotional guidance scale then that's great but if you're just stuck there um or if you're acting like it's not true like the your vibration doesn't lie the um, the universe picks up on um vibration not on what you say so you can be lying to everyone but if you are still vibrationally in self-pity then that's what you're going to keep experiencing so I hope that that makes sense it's kind of like a fine line some of these things are fine lines so by now you probably know like 
you get to choose how you feel based on the thoughts that you think. So we have a thought, and when you continue to think about that thought, um, if it has a lot of momentum behind it, then it produces a feeling. Our feelings drive our actions, and our actions create results in our life. So if you want to get out of feeling a certain way, it starts with changing the way you think, and um, and you'll feel energetically if you're thinking about a positive thing or thinking about a positive thing but from the lack of it in your life. So hopefully that makes sense. We kind of touched on that last week in um, episode 49. And I know for a fact that when I was struggling like a lot a a few years back, I was really self-absorbed in my suffering. I didn't ask people how they were doing. I didn't ask what was going on in their life. I didn't even hardly get out, you know, like I just, I complained a lot. And that's what happens when you're engaged in this behavior and emotion is that you're just thinking about um, your own suffering. And then that thought attracts another similar thought and feeling and another. And before you know it, like you're just full blown self-imposed suffering, which is all suffering is self-imposed. And so when you're going through or if you've gone through hard times, suffering is suffering. That's what I want to make sure people know. Everyone has had times in their lives where they have suffered. And yes, there's people that have experienced really hard times. And then there's people that maybe like things are from the outside. Maybe their life looks decent, but they still have this suffering because suffering is an emotion. And It's how you feel. So it doesn't necessarily matter um, what the tragedy is that's gone on or what's going on in that person's life. If you felt suffering, you know how it feels. Like you might not have the exact same situations as other people in their life, but we've all gone through hard times and we can all relate to this feeling of just like suffering and self-pity and and feeling sorry for ourselves. And I want to show you kind of what I meant when I said like one thought attracts another thought. So With this example of me right now and my girls being sick, they've been sick like that nonstop since whatever, end of November it feels like. And so when I am, what's been going on for me in my own mind that I've been just noticing is um, me indulging in this self-pity around them being sick. So it happens like I'll start thinking a thought like, for example, oh, this isn't fair that they've been sick so much. And then when I think about that thought and when that thought pops into my mind, then another thought comes to mind like, it shouldn't, this shouldn't be happening. You know, we're healthy. Why is this happening to us? And then another thought like, I don't understand why this is happening to me again. How is somebody else sick now? And then I'll think something like, oh, of course, London's on a night shift tonight or whatever. And then I'll think, why do they always get sick on night shifts? And so it just spirals from there. That's what happens when we're not conscious of our thoughts. We just keep thinking a thought, thinking a thought, another one similar. And then now you've been thinking these things and you've attracted a pretty um, strong emotion with it, right? Self-pity has really set in. And so when you don't take control of your mind and you don't stop those thoughts from coming, you will just keep spiraling and spiraling. And we act like we don't have control of this, but we do. We really do. And we need to just be mature and deliberate and conscious that this is happening and choose to stop it because these thoughts keep popping up in our mind. Our emotions will start to follow. And then, of course, self-pity or whatever emotion, 
starts to set in, we'll start feeling resentful, we start feeling sorry for ourselves, we'll get frustrated, angry, whatever, and then the emotions take over and we halt all of our actions that would be helpful in getting us out of this, right? Because you're not going to take the action that you need to take when you're feeling self-pity. You're just in complete self-sabotage. So for example, when I was, if I go back to the example of myself, like if I was feeling all of these thoughts, or sorry, thinking all of these thoughts and then starting to feel really sorry for myself, my actions are going to be like self-sabotaging actions, such as like maybe sitting on the couch all night and watching shows to just like numb out and not not deal with myself or not deal with my emotions properly or like maybe I had something planned and I cancel plans with somebody because I'm just feeling too sorry for myself or whatever so this happens to people and and it's it's self-sabotaging of course but we this is this is why it's so important to be managing your mind because if you let your thoughts get going like this and spiral then your actions and your results in your life are very much affected affected sorry so I I know this to be true because I experienced this for a really long time and this is something that comes up for me still like I said there's a lot of things that are out of control for parents and like when sickness happens or you know tantrums or just hard days or maybe whatever it doesn't matter whatever's going on if you're a parent you can just relate that that there's so much that's out of your control with children and so a lot of times we do start to engage in self self pity and we start to um feel sorry for ourselves like oh why does my kid always have a tantrum at the grocery store or like why does my kid always hate getting into their car seat? And then we start, you know, we get a little bit unrealistic with our thinking. Like, is, is that really true? Probably not. But like, we're just kind of being a little bit of a child ourselves with our emotions. And we do start to feel justified in feeling these negative emotions or thinking this um, thinking this way. And it's dangerous if we feel justified. Like, of course, I'm feeling sorry for myself. This is what's going on in my life. And it's been going on, you know, for this long. Or, and, and it's not fair because of this and this. And so you're just fighting for your limitations when you start going down that way, that path. And that's not where you want to be. Consciously, you know that. But you aren't really thinking straight when you're in this state. You're really acting like a victim and like a child, unfortunately. So just because you might be 100% justified for feeling those emotions or feeling self-pity or whatever, they don't serve you. That doesn't serve you to feel that way. So I'm going to tell you what to do instead. But what happens kind of like I already touched on is that a lot of people will, um, they'll just, they'll self-sabotage or they'll buffer. So when all these negative feelings and emotions are coming up for us, um, we don't want to feel them, right? They don't feel good, but yet we have contributed to them by continuing to think these thoughts that are going through our mind instead of stopping them consciously. And so a lot of people will bu- will buffer those negative feelings and they'll just eat. So they'll go to the pantry and they'll grab a cookie or five or they'll just like eat an entire bag of chips. And so this is not healthy for obvious reasons, but also like for not so obvious reasons, like those emotions are still there. They're just hidden under that quick dopamine hit that you got from the highly palatable foods you consumed and they're going to surface again. So if you're just buffering with self-sabotage as in like, you know, you, you didn't really want to engage in that behavior, you normally wouldn't have done that, but these emotions, um took a hold and you don't 
know how to deal with them properly, then, you know, you, you buffered with food. Or people will do things like they'll, they had plans to get something done, but now they're just feeling a lot of self-pity. So they'll sit on the couch and watch Netflix. And again, like dopamine hit because TV is so easy and we just think it feels good, but it's artificial pleasure. You guys, it's artificial sweetness. There's, it's not, it's not really going to move the needle on your happiness. And so there's, you know, people buffer with alcohol or whatever, spending. I talked about that in episode 47 um, about emotional eating, which is probably the biggest tactic, especially that women turn to because food is really comforting to us. We've, we've, um, we needed that. We needed that comfort from our moms when we were babies. And so we really associate that with like comfort. But what should you do instead of that self-sabotage from buffering or whatever? You need to have like a pattern interrupt. You need to like, if you're feeling this, if this one thought, if you can catch yourself in the very beginning of that first thought starting to creep in, um, you need to like get up, stand up, move away, walk away. And when you change your surroundings, you'll you'll change your thoughts because, you know, we think thoughts based on our surroundings a lot of the time, right? So if you just move away as much as you can, if you're in a, a position to stand up and move away, then that might take your mind onto something that's, you know, neutral or maybe more empowering. So what is in your control? What can you do about this? What is going well in your life? What are you appreciative for or thankful for? What are you celebrating? And then that will just, if, if you're able to, takes a, a little bit of work to get there, but eventually you'll be able to kind of stop yourself before you spiral too far. And <clears throat> then when you're in a better state, maybe you want to get a little curious and you'll come back to those thoughts from like a conscious place. And so you might ask yourself, what can you do to change the situation? Or can I view this in a different way? So maybe you can't do anything to change the situation, but you are always, always, always responsible for how you feel in that situation and how you think about it. So what are you making that situation mean? And can you make it mean something better? And I bet you can. It just takes a strong person to do that. And and that's totally possible for you guys. So if you are in that place of like um, really feeling sorry for yourself because of something going on with your children or at your career or whatever, and you're starting to spiral into self-pity, it would be, it would look like, you know, stopping. So if your child's having a tantrum and you notice yourself just, it's been a long day and you notice yourself spiraling and going down into a self-pity rabbit hole, you literally need to stop as long as your child's okay. Like just, it would be okay for you to just um, catch yourself and stop your thoughts. So maybe that means you're just going to grab your phone and you're just going to put on something soothing for music. Or maybe you're just going to get up and give your child a hug Or maybe that means like you're just going to um, get everybody out of the house and go for a walk or whatever. Like it, it just is kind of moving out of where you are and into something, a different situation, either physically or like in your, in your mind or whatever. And a lot of times I've noticed for myself, and this is more with like feeling anxiety or feeling overwhelmed, but it really helps when you slow yourself down. So I notice that when I'm feeling like really rushed or like we're gonna be late for something, which seems so counterintuitive, or like um, 
I can see that like everyone's energy is a little bit like kind of crazy and we're going to be on the verge of maybe some meltdowns or whatever and I can sense myself getting frustrated and the kids can feel it and blah 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 then it really helps to slow everything down so slow down your movement walk slower move slower because when you get mad when you get frustrated um you start to like slam things you start to like move quickly you're throwing clothes into the laundry or whatever it is like I'm just thinking about myself you know like when you're trying to frantically clean up or do things um if you are in that state like slow everything down talk quieter talk slower and that will help you and then you can just like slowly um slow down your breath and your children will match that like they will your energy is so powerful and if you find yourself getting out of control so like out of control in any negative emotion maybe it's like sadness maybe it's anger maybe it's frustration maybe it's self-pity it doesn't matter just slow yourself down and um that will just allow you to just calm down and it seems like it's hard to do but if you can remember that in the moment it honestly makes a huge difference because most people they start getting stressed and then everything just speeds up you're rammy things get wrecked people you know like you you say things that you don't mean so you just need to take control and so you guys I know that this stuff is hard sometimes but it's it takes a mature adult to manage your mind to master your mindset and that's where everything starts and if you want to live a healthier life, um, if you want to engage in better behavior, better actions, then it starts with you being um, in control of your thoughts because that is, you know, in control of your emotions. And then from there, you can take empowered action. So I hope that you guys found this episode helpful. Um, I, I hope that you are courageous enough to just break that cycle of negative thinking. And I hope that you know that you don't need to stay in self-pity because it's not a really helpful emotion to feel. And so move yourself up the emotional guidance scale. Like what's the next better feeling emotion that you can grasp for? Even if it's still negative, what's the next better thing? So if you're feeling a lot of self-pity, you know, maybe you can move up into like something that just feels a tiny bit better or neutral or whatever. And then from there, you'll be able to go a little bit more positive and a little bit more positive. So reach out and sign up for a free 30-minute breakthrough call with me where we will clear your limiting beliefs and create a self-care plan that is personal to your life so that you can become the healthiest, happiest, and most fulfilled version of yourself deliberately. Thanks again for listening and take care, everyone.